Hello and welcome to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. Welcome to our viewers and to our listeners on the radio and on our podcast as well. This week we are focusing on the American Heart Association and their mission to improve the quality of health for everyone. Also two special events coming up to support that mission, the Heart Ball very soon and the Heart Walk in September. My guest is Gina Kloft, who is Division Director for the American Heart Association in Erie, Crawford, and Warren Counties. Nice to have you back, Gina. Thank you, Lisa. I'm glad to be here. I know your organization is focused on not just heart health, but brain health, too. So before we get underway, maybe you can explain that. Yeah, so um, with heart disease being the number one killer and, of course, uh, stroke being the number four killer in northwest Pennsylvania and Erie, Brain health is incredibly important, as the two can sometimes um, correlate in terms of if you have had a heart attack, you could be at a higher risk for a stroke and vice versa. So uh, encouraging people to have the um, information that they need to take care of their health um, and to ensure that their brain and heart health stay strong and vibrant into their senior years is really important. So I also want to talk about the um, COVID-19 factor. Let's talk, talk about that a little bit. We're, we're emerging from it. It's not really quite over yet. Has this been a hard period in the United States for heart health because of the, the stresses and the other health factors involved with COVID-19 too? Absolutely. So um, we everything we do is based on science and the work that we're doing in the community and nationally is really emerging as important discoveries around the effects of COVID, particularly on individuals who have underlying health issues, such as high blood pressure um, and diabetes, uh, or pre other pre-existing cardiovascular health issues. So um, for us, it's really important to identify those folks and protect them, take the precautions, the vaccinations, um, working closely with their healthcare professionals to ensure that um, we do everything we can uh, to keep them healthy and safe in this environment. And we heard repeatedly that sometimes people were putting off or avoiding regular checks and procedures while we all sort of hold up for COVID-19. Are we uh, out of that period now? Are people back to doing what they need to do as far as heart checks and so on? So unfortunately, we're not. A lot of individuals are still afraid to go to the doctor or afraid to go to the emergency room. And for that, we created a program called Don't Die of Doubt, where we work collaboratively with local hospital systems to ensure that we help educate the community about the fact that going to the emergency room via calling 911 is always the most important action to take in the event of a health crisis like a heart attack or a stroke. So supporting all the work you do is an event called the Heart Ball. It's returning this year. I'm not sure how much time you took off because of COVID, but I know it's coming up Friday, June 3rd at the Ambassador Banquet and Conference Center. You've got some great sponsors for the event. Uh, here's what it looked like in the past though. Gina, who should attend the Heart Ball and, and why? We are so excited, Lisa, to be back in the ballroom again. After two years, we haven't actually been in the ballroom since 2019. And as you can imagine, it was really difficult and challenging for our life-saving mission not to be able to come together to raise funds uh, for um, our cause. So everyone, of course, is invited to be a part of the event. And, and most importantly, to support it through programs like our Open Your Heart initiative, um, 
So this year we're in a unique situation because of COVID where we have limited space in the ballroom, but we still have um, time for individuals to attend. Of course, most individuals are coming for the corporate sponsorship piece and they're coming invited as guests of those sponsors. Uh, but we're certainly um, open to having individuals become a part of the program if they, if they choose to do so, but they would need to act fast. I know it, it was a dressed up event in the video that we saw there. Will it, will it look the same? Is it a fancy event this yes, year as well? Yes, we're black tie requested again. Uh, we're really excited to partner with uh, organizations like Tuxedo Junction, who gives a special discount to guests who are interested in coming. And uh, we will um, have many lovely ladies in full length gowns, as my daughters would affectionately call it, prom for adults. <laughs> a prom for adults, I like that. So, you know, we tend to think of heart attack and stroke as something that strikes um, later in life, but I understand that nearly 40,000 infants are born with congenital heart defects every year. So the guests at the ball are going to be meeting 19-month-old heart hero Lottie Allen. We have some pictures of Lottie and her family. Lottie was born with several congenital heart defects. Tell us a little bit about Lottie and, and her family. First of all, it's such an honor to work with Krista and Matt and Lottie to really raise awareness and you know, make individuals uh, aware of the fact that young children are at risk early in life. Um, we have some screenings, which I'm really proud of, our pulse ox screenings that can help identify risk for young children. But this family from Harbor Creek is so bravely sharing their story during the heart ball. They've been a wonderful family to work with. Krista works at UPMC. She's a nurse there. And her journey through COVID as she had her pregnancy and what she went through to ensure um, unselfishly that, that Lottie got the best chance for survival um, is really pretty incredible. So I'm so proud and honored to work with the family and to um, have our guests at the Heartball uh, hear her amazing heart journey. Um, she's a really special little girl. And maybe you can give us just a snippet. I mean, has she had to have heart surgery? She will she doing need, okay now? Yep, she will need heart surgery. So funding the mission, funding, um, you know, our event that night, asking individuals and corporations to step up and, and raise their paddle during our Open Your Heart section of the event will ensure that funding continues uh, to support not only Lottie, but so many other children in our area that desperately need uh, the medical care and uh, future surgeries as well as medication therapy. All right, and just briefly, our Eva Master Matteo is going to be MC for the event this year. We love working with Eva. She's so um, great. She worked with us at the Heart Walk last year. This year, she'll be our MC at the Heart Ball. Uh, she was texting me last night, like, "What? You know, what am I wearing?" So it was really <laughs> great, and she'll do a fantastic job. She'll be introducing our um, event chair, Dr. Hayes. Um, and introducing uh, Lottie's story as well. Well, that sounds like fun, and tickets are still available? Absolutely. They would need to act fast, but we certainly would make room for individuals that are interested in being a part of the program. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about how the Heart Association is focused, not just on heart disease and stroke, but more. Stay with us.
Welcome back to The Insider. I'm Lisa Adams. We're getting some important updates from the American Heart Association with my guest today, Gina Kloft, who is Division Director for the Heart Association in Erie, Crawford, and Warren County. So we know, of course, you focus on preventing heart disease, preventing stroke, but how is your mission evolving, and maybe how is it different in each of the counties or communities that you serve? This is where I get so excited about our mission, and I'm so proud of how we have reimagined our um, values and our goals and our priorities. Uh, during COVID, you know, we didn't stand idle. We really reevaluated what we needed to do locally with our local volunteers, our board of directors, to identify what were the top priorities for our community. So things like food security, hypertension, right, tobacco and vaping education, those are, have become um, how we've evolved as an organization. So we'll continue to fund the science and the research and the best and brightest scientists in the world. Uh, that will continue to always be a priority for our organization. But what I love about the AHA now is how we really are uber focused on the needs of our community and how to address the needs of the community. The work that our board has done, even around food security, is very compelling. So you need to be eating the right foods to have uh, good heart health. Yep. So you mentioned the volunteers, how, how key are volunteers, and then you also sort of mentioned education about some of these things. So is everything data-driven that you're doing community to community? Yeah, absolutely. We do what is called a community needs health assessment, where we really take a look at information coming from the hospital systems and the Department of Health, as well as the Erie Community Foundation, to identify what are those health priorities. And then really using the influence and the leverage of local leadership volunteers, like our local physicians, right? our board of directors, uh, to kind of help develop relationships in communities. For example, the um, food deserts, there are 20, sadly, in Erie right now. So where are the greatest needs and how do we address them quickly as a board? So we love to talk about it, but we also love to get into the trenches. So I, I know that obviously the heart ball is one way that you'll be raising funds. How much of that goes to, to research and then resources for advocating for public health? Great question. So no money, no mission, right? And that's what motivates me every day to get out of bed and go out and fund the mission. However, having said that, 25% of that really has to go nationally to fund that great science and that great research, the new medications, the new treatments that ultimately will filter down to our local hospital systems being used right here in Erie, Pennsylvania, critical that we continue that work, right? But also the balance of those dollars will go to things like our food security program. You may not know this, Lisa, but since May of 2020, we have been feeding 1,100 people, families right here in our community through programs of the YMCA, Salvation Army of Cory, Friendship Baptist Church, we really honed in on specific food zones, and we were able to intervene with the USDA and Convoy of Hope to create a program called Farmers to Families. And we, our board members actually physically knocked on doors and delivered food. And we didn't just drop off food. We gave them information about what do you do with an eggplant, right? So they, it also included recipes as well. That's pretty cool, something I wouldn't have known that the Heart Association was doing. So sadly, sometimes people wait to focus on their heart health until they've had some sort of a scare or maybe a bad test or diagnosis. So what should all of us be doing all the time to have healthier hearts and prevent heart disease and stroke? 
I love the theme of being proactive versus reactive, right? Knowledge is power. And so it's incredibly important that, first of all, you see a doctor on a regular basis, that you know and discuss your family history with your healthcare professional, and that you know your numbers, things like your blood pressure, your fasting glucose, right, your BMI. All of those things can help you make the right decisions with your healthcare professional about what you need to do. Is it a lifestyle change, more exercise, less sugar, uh, less sodium, or is it something like medication therapy? It's okay to go on medication if that's what you and your physician decide is your best plan, but it's much better to start early in life and um, be proactive so that you can extend your life and live a long, strong, healthy life. Last question this section, we've really observed the emphasis on women's heart issues in the last couple of years with the wear red or the little pins. Uh, is the effort to help women recognize that they're at risk of heart attack and stroke as well, is it paying off in the numbers? It's definitely making a difference. In my 35 years with the Heart Association, I remember when we really focused solely on men's health and I'm so proud of how our organization about 15 years ago really identified women's health needs as a key priority. A woman dies every minute in this country, and this is something I'm very, very passionate about. Um, my mom is a survivor, but also I lost a coworker at the Heart Association in the year 2000 at 34 years old. So I'm extraordinarily passionate, and I work with great volunteers like Dr. Kelly Hayes to go out into the community and educate women about how their signs and symptoms look different from men and how women sometimes just ignore the symptoms because we're great caretakers, right, Lisa? Sometimes we do much more for others than for ourselves. Women ignoring their symptoms? What a surprise. <laughs> Sadly, it's true. Yeah. So um, it's really important that we continue the work we do, but we are seeing a, a change and, and more women are recognizing um, and being more proactive about their health as well. Well, when we come back, we're going to look ahead to the Heart Walk and tell you about how the first mile this year is dedicated to someone special to us right here. Stay with us. Welcome back again to The Insider. I am Lisa Adams, and we're talking about heart and brain health and getting some updates from Gina Kloss, Division Director for the American Heart Association in Erie, Crawford, and Warren counties. So the Heart Walk this year is coming up on September 15th. It's my mom's birthday, by the way. Uh, and I know you want people to save the date. Now, the Heart Walk, was that something you were able to continue during COVID? Uh, we actually did the first year of 2020 we did a virtual event, but in 2021, we had an outstanding attendance. I was really proud of the Erie community, how they came together. We socially distanced, we wore masks, we, did, we took all of the necessary precautions, but we ended up having 700 walkers at Liberty Park, uh, Lisa, and I was so proud of our community for stepping up in such a big way. Yeah, so again, save the date. It's coming up this year again on September 15th, and it starts in the morning, right? How long is the walk? We're actually in the evening. Oh. We're, um, that's a Thursday, believe it or not. So we, we love to have everyone come down after work and walk with us. So 5 to 6 o'clock is registration. 6 o'clock, we'll do our ribbon cutting. Little Lottie, uh, she will cut our ribbon, and we'll um, head from Liberty Park out to Frontier and back. So it's a one, two, or three-mile walk. 
Uh, this is the last walk, I believe, or a previous walk. So has this continued to grow over the years? Here we see our Eva yeah. Master Matteo involved. You know, I mean, clearly it was tough during the pandemic. But I think with the uh, outstanding support of UPMC as our major sponsor this year and the great work that they're doing, as well as the 80 other teams that, that are so excited to be involved this year, I think we're going to have an outstanding attendance this year. And what I love about the Heart Walk, Lisa, is it focuses on physical activity, but it's for everyone. This is really family and pet friendly, you may have noticed. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you mentioned um, UPMC Hammett, but there are corporate sponsorships. People sign up as teams. Do you have to sign up as a team? So we have what we call community teams, which are many of our families like Lottie's family who maybe wouldn't necessarily attach themselves to a company, but they're passionate about our mission because of a personal connection. So they can create uh, teams under their family name or their survivor name. And of course, uh, we love to have our corporate sponsors and company teams walking with us as well. So this year, I understand that the first mile of the walk, the heart walk, will be dedicated to the memory of our Gary Drapcho, our dear colleague. Uh, he had a comeback from open heart surgery, had several more great years working with us here, doing what he loves to do. Then we lost him to a heart attack during the early days of the pandemic, way too young. So why did you make the decision to make this dedication to Gary? Gary was and is a community icon. Uh, he had so many um, followers and so many people loved him. So it's truly an honor for us for the first time ever to dedicate a portion of our walk, the first mile, in his memory. And we want to keep his memory alive. We, we also feel very passionately that it helps raise awareness, right? So we're able to talk about Gary's story and inspire others to you know, maybe make a change after they hear about, you know, what we're doing to inspire um, others and keep Gary's memory alive. Mm -hmm. We kind of like to say around here that he died of a broken heart, oh. but he, he um, clearly was troubled by COVID-19. It meant he really couldn't be covering sports. Sports weren't happening. It was a hard time for him. So certainly um, there is a stress factor, many stress factors involved. So it's, it's really a, a lovely thing that you're doing. Yeah, we're thrilled uh, with the support of Lily Broadcasting. We're so excited for the sponsorship, the support. All of our friends here at Lily have been very good to us. So it's truly an honor for us to do this. And I look forward to uh, sharing more in the, in the near future about what that will look like on September 15th. Well, when we come back, how you can get more involved with the American Heart Association and be an advocate. Welcome back to The Insider. We have been having a great conversation with Gina Cloth, Division, Division Director for the American Heart Association for Erie Crawford and Warren County. So in our last segment, we really want to key in on how you can get involved with the American Heart Association. So I know you got four key points here. We're going to put them up on the screen and talk about each one of these things. So first of all, <clears throat> become an advocate. Go to yourthecure.com. Tell us about this. Yeah, I love the part of our mission, which involves advocacy. So You're the Cure is, is really getting intimately involved with and becoming aware of what are those key priorities and how can we work with local legislators to make a difference. 
Uh, one of our biggest wins through the year of the cure was the Pulse Ox screening that I mentioned earlier around Lottie. So there's a $5, five-minute screening that we were able to pass here through our local volunteers that they got every newborn screened for a congenital heart defect. So if you really want to get involved and feel passionate about the mission, learning more about things like Smoke Free Pennsylvania um, and how you can reach out to your legislators with a call, a text, or an email um, is really a powerful way to get involved. All right, the second point there is get your school involved in the Kids Heart Challenge program. Tell us yes. about this. So we love healthy children and future generations of children, right? Right now, sadly, this is the first generation of children that aren't expected to live as long as their parents because of health issues, right? Things like uh, childhood obesity and diabetes, right? So we want kids to get up to get active, to get moving, right? And we need to work collaboratively with our schools to make that happen. So we want uh, volunteers in the community to help us spread the word about uh, partnering with the American Heart Association in this way. All right, number three, learn hands-only CPR. And I know June is CPR Awareness Month. This is interesting to me because obviously during COVID, we don't want to be blowing in someone else's mouth. I did learn CPR years ago. So this is just two simple steps, right? Yep. CPR saves lives, Lisa, as you may know. And I'm a huge advocate of learning CPR. You never know when you're going to need it. Uh, the vast majority of health crises, like a heart attack, end up happening outside of, of the hospital system, right? So when bystanders learn CPR, lives are saved. You never know. You could be out in the community and need to use CPR to save a life. Uh, so I'm a huge advocate of that. Uh, we have local training centers like Emergicare um, that does a great job training in hands-only CPR. Yeah, so hands-only means use your hands to call 911 and then push hard and fast in the center of the chest, and that's pretty much it. That's right. All right, and the last thing, number four, is mark your calendar for the September 15th Heart Walk that we were telling you about. Again, uh, that is going to be in the evening this year at Liberty Park and there will be that Gary Drapko piece. Yes, and we love the Heart Walk. It's family friendly, it's for everyone. Come down and, and get your steps in, bring your pets, uh, come down and have a heart healthy uh, meal, compliments of Giant Eagle. You can volunteer there, you can walk with us, uh, You know, wear in proudly your company t-shirts. Um, it's a great event, and I got some great feedback this week. Everybody loves the Heart Walk. All right, and finally, if people still want to attend the Heart Ball, how do they get tickets or let you know that they want to come? Yeah. So I would um, encourage them to visit us at www.heart.org, and then at that point they would type in their zip code, and they would find a local contact information, including um, an email address that they could reach out to um, to find out about tickets. Okay, and is it too soon to sign up a team for the Heart Walk? Never too soon, Lisa. So um, please sign up now at heart.org slash Erie Walk. All right, we have less than a minute. Give us two quick tips to make your heart healthier. So at the end of the day, knowledge is power, right? Use the tools and resources available to you. Talk to your doctor, see your doctor, take your medications, and certainly talk about your family history. Ask about your family history. It could save your life. And get moving, right? That's right. Well, Gina Kloff, thank you so much thank for you. being with us and updating us on the American Heart Association. As always, thank you for joining us. If you have an idea for me to explore on the Insider, just email me at Adams at erienewsnow.com and join us next time for the Insider.